To have your life end at 15 is a horrible way to go out. That was the heartbreaking case for Christy Yates. She would be taken from this world just one month after turning 15 by someone or a group of people who have walked free for too long. The FBI needs your help solving this case. The case of Christy Lee Yates. Hey guys, and welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Lulu, and today's episode is about Christy Lee Yates. The last couple of weeks, I've sort of been having issues finding cases that really, you know, jived with me, that sparked my interest. And it's been researching things kind of hard. Because of that, I actually decided that I was just going to go and scroll through the FBI's page of missing people, most wanted, to see if I could get some, you know, motivation and find a case that really just like spoke to me. And that's when I came across Christy's case. I don't know if it was her picture that drew me in, the fact that it was the FBI's case of the week when I saw it, or what about it, but I clicked on it and I read her missing poster. And uh, this case is, I mean, there's nothing crazy that happens in it. You know, they need help. It's unsolved. But I don't know why, but it kind of spoke with me the same way that Kiblin Davis did. And I decided that that is why we were going to cover this today. And uh, like I said, I'm excited to talk about Christy Lee Yates. Let's go ahead and hop right into the story. Christy Yates was very, very young when she went missing Like I said in the beginning, she had only just barely turned 15 years old. Her birthday would happen one month prior to when Christy would end up going missing. Before we hop into the day she went missing and the things that followed after that, let's go ahead and just talk briefly about Christy's childhood. Christy had a pretty normal childhood, pretty normal life. Her parents got a divorce when she was young, but that is not really unheard of nowadays. Obviously, that does happen to a lot of children. Um, Her father ended up getting custody of her. I'm not exactly sure what happened in this custody battle. But once this divorce was finalized, like I said, not only did her father get custody of her, but he would also get custody of her younger sister. They would move to Arkansas together and she would attend school. She was a pretty normal eighth grader, got pretty normal grades, and she did enjoy sports. She was actually on the swim team, interesting enough, which I thought was really cool. Christy did have a lot of friends. Um, like I said early on, and I know I keep saying it, very, very normal childhood, which I'm, I'm glad that Christy got that at least before the events that would happen. On April 25th, 1997, it started off just like every normal day for Christy. Everybody in the house would get up in the morning and get ready for their day. Christy's father would get up, greet his kids, then leave for work that morning. 
allowing them to finish getting ready for school and head out on their own. He assumed Christy would go to school like she was supposed to. But Christy actually had a record of skipping school every once in a while. Like most teenagers, let's be honest. So once Christy's father left that morning for work, she decided it was going to be one of those days. She was not filling up to school and that she was going to skip school. She would end up leaving the house that day to head to the local mall located in Hot Springs, Arkansas. This sounded like a much better idea than school to her that day, and uh, she was just going to bum around the mall for a little bit. It didn't really seem like Christy had a plan other than just not going to school. Her father came home that night, and that's when he discovered Christy was not at home. This immediately raised red flags in Christy's father's eyes, because even though Christy had skipped school occasionally, she still always came home and she always came home on time. Once the worry set in, her father would begin to make phone calls. Christy had some caseworkers involved in her schooling because she did skip school, and he called them first. This kind of frustrates me, you guys, because this caseworker told her father that Christy was just hiding out somewhere and she'll be home eventually and that, you know, He either needed to wait or he could go to the homes of people that she knew, like her friends, and threaten that they would take them to court and prosecute whoever was responsible with hiding Christy. This caseworker also told her father that he shouldn't worry and that Christy was going to eventually show up. Her father took the advice of this caseworker, and I don't blame him for it because I do understand you know, that this caseworker was responsible and had dealt with the children like Christy for a long time. But like I said before, Christy always came home and always came home on time. So even though he listened to this caseworker, he sat nervously and waited until the next day to see if Christy would show up. But she didn't. And instead, the next day, her father was watching the news And that is when they shared that they had found a female's body. Over the news, they gave a brief description of this female's body. They did add an age bracket that they believed this unknown female's body was. And this was actually false. Because Christy was much bigger than children her age. And so they thought she was older, the body that they found. Christy's father's stomach dropped. And he called the sheriff's department to tell them what was going on with his daughter and how she hadn't come home and she hadn't attended school. The sheriff's department, the authorities brought over some photos to try and identify Christy. And her father took one look at those photos and informed them that that was Christy Yates, his 15 year old daughter. Christy Yates' body was found around noon, located near an abandoned quarry. There are not a lot of details the authorities have released about what had happened to Christy, but they have shared that it was very, very clearly a murder, and it was a very, very clearly brutal and violent murder. They also do not believe Christy was murdered where they found her. 
They believe she was dumped there. On top of that, unfortunately for Christy, it had rained before she was found. And the rain had washed away any potential evidence that she could have had on her. But this was big. They had a name now. They knew who this was and they began their investigation. They started it where she was last seen. And they did confirm that that morning, Christy did indeed make it to the mall. They had a confirmed witness talk about how they saw Christy there with a woman who was working at the mall. Christy and this woman were arguing. And that was the last time Christy was officially seen. This was kind of all the information they had to go off of. So the authorities ran through over a hundred different theories about what could have happened and how Christy got there. They ended up coming to the conclusion that Christy must have known someone or a group of people that had lured her somewhere and murdered her. This gave authorities some hope that it would be really easy to find Christy's murderers. But even with that theory, that thought process, it has not made anything any easier. They do believe that her body was dumped there, like I said, and that she was murdered somewhere else. Therefore, hopefully somebody saw something or somebody found something. Tips started to flow in. But every single time, just like Kiplin's case, they got their hopes up. They would be dashed as they hit dead end after dead end. Years of investigations and digging have brought up nothing. It has led to no arrests or no answers for 15-year-old Christy Yates. Finally, in June of 2020, the FBI would get involved. They would open this case up and start by reaching out to the media because they wanted to get this story out because somebody somewhere has to know something, has to have seen something that could possibly solve Christie's murder. The FBI, of course, knew about this case but had not gotten involved until there was absolutely no leads and no answers. And now that they are officially involved, they are able to use a lot of their resources. The FBI wants to find out who murdered this child so violently because they obviously do not want whoever is responsible out on the streets if they have not already been arrested and charged with something different by now. The FBI, like I said, reached out to the media, but this didn't budge the case. It didn't warm it up and it has still been so cold that they have now announced a reward. This reward of up to $25,000 for any information leading to the arrest and the conviction of whoever is responsible for the death of Christy Yates. The family, Christy's friends, everybody is very hopeful that this will lead to something so that Christy can get the closure she deserves. Now, if that reward of $25,000 is not enough to bring you forwards if you know something, the family has also put up an additional $10,000 on top of this reward. That bumps the total possible reward to $35,000 for any information 
that leads to the arrest and the conviction of the person or the people responsible for the death of Christy Lee Yates. In my personal opinion, if you've seen something, were told something, or even found something, a murder weapon or something, that could hold any information for Christy's case, and you have not already come forwards, I pray that that $35,000 will be enough to bring you forwards. You don't even have to let them know who you are. There are so many sites out there that you can stay anonymous. God, you could call the police department from a payphone and drive away immediately afterwards. Like, you do not need to be known. If your best friend killed Christy and you know it, they don't need to ever know that you called and turned them in. To me, the $35,000, yeah, that's a lot, and I really do hope it brings somebody forward. But if you know something and you have just chose not to come forward all these years, that's terrible. Christy Yates was a 15-year-old girl who got brutally murdered. And they don't even know why. All she wanted to do was skip school that day. She wanted to have a normal teenage life and have a little bit of fun. And she came to a horrible end. I do wish the authorities would give us some more information to work on. I wish they would tell us how she was killed. How they know it was a body dump. Some of their other theories, if they've done a rape kit on Christy, that hopefully the rain did not wash away. If they found that woman she was arguing with in the store, I wish they would give us something to go off of. Because we have so little information about Christy Yates that I don't feel like any of us, even if we heard something, would know that it was about her. I can see why they haven't, but we don't even have a way that she died, just that she was brutally murdered and dropped there. They have come out and said that they do believe whoever is responsible is still in Arkansas. That's one of the reasons why I wish they maybe gave us a little more information. Because the people that are close to Christy, that are still living in Arkansas, if you gave them a profile of who you think did it, if you gave them some information to work off of, they could potentially point you to somebody in Christy's life that seemed scary. And I know this is a shorter case, but like I said, Christy Yates' case has to be out there. And there's not a lot to go off of. I'm hoping, and so is her family, that the FBI getting involved and putting up that reward that is going to lead somewhere for Christy. The family has pretty much given up any hope at this point that they will ever get answers for Christy. But the FBI has given them a new sense of hope. Hopefully, reaching out to the media will spark a memory in someone. And hopefully, they will come forward to the authorities and will get some closure for Christy. Once again, the FBI is needing your help 
and solving the case of Christy Lee Yates. She skipped school early April 25th, 1997 to go to the mall located in Hot Springs, Arkansas. She made it to the mall that morning and was last seen arguing with a female worker at that mall. Then her body would be dumped near an abandoned quarry and left there to be found by the authorities. Christy Yates was brutally murdered by someone or a group of people. And someone out there knows something about what happened to Christy Yates or saw something. You can come forwards and you can tell the authorities. You can also stay anonymous. Even the smallest detail could lead to solving the case of Christy Lee Yates. If you have any information involving Christy Lee Yates, any small detail at all, please call the Little Rock office of the FBI at 501-221-9100. You can also call a local FBI office or an American consult. Once again, if you have any information at all involving the disappearance or the death of Christy Lee Yates, please call the Little Rock office of the FBI at 501-221-9100. You can also call a local FBI office or an American consult. Let's work together and give Christy Lee Yates the closure that she deserves. She was taken from this world at 15, and the person or people who are responsible should not be allowed to walk free any longer. There may be false or misleading information throughout this podcast. All facts have been researched to the best of my abilities, but accidents do happen. If this is a story you are interested in knowing more about, I highly recommend doing your own research. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.